part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. On today's episode, we'll be discussing yesterday's 2-1 loss. The Lightning suffered in Game 1 of the semifinal series to the New York Islanders. But first, let me remind you, if you are looking for a place to get all your NHL news, look no further. That is Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network that has everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. You subscribe on Thursdays where me and fellow co-host uh, Chris Masilli of Locked On Avalanche have the Thursday spot. So go ahead and listen to us as well. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so... On yesterday, yesterday's game, 2-1 loss, obviously the Lightning suffered, was a very, you know, and, and Coach Cooper, Coach John Cooper was quoted after the game as saying that they were playing hard, they were, you know, they, their bodies were out there, the, the, the effort that was there, but the mindset wasn't there. And you could see it. You could see it very early on that... They weren't making right decisions. You, they they weren't they weren't being smart with the puck. Um, most notably, there was a couple of chances in the first and second periods, in which the Lightning basically handed those breakaways to the Islanders on a silver platter. Uh, most notably in the second period, I believe it was Brock Nelson stole the puck after Steven Stamkos. Tried to pass it across ice at the blue line in, in the Tampa zone. Not once, but twice. The The initial pass was blocked. And then, or maybe it was Matt Barzell instead. But regardless of who the Islander player, it doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't matter. Goal wasn't scored on the play. And you, you can't be made. You got to dump that into the corners. I don't understand what Stammer was doing there. I really don't. If you if you look at the, the if you 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 could look at the play uh, on the 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 recap the game recap that the NHL has on their website it's in there it's not it's not a good play it's not a it's not a good hockey IQ play I get what Stamkos was doing but if you look at that play the Islanders were pretty much for the most part set up in the zone already and the Lightning were still trickling in. Uh, there was nothing there, really. Um, at that point, you you throw it towards the corners, uh, and you let your team do what they've been doing well the entire playoff run. So I I don't really understand um, what that was, and that was just an example of more than a handful of opportunities that the Lightning gave the New York Islanders. Not to say that the Islanders didn't play well yesterday; they did, without a doubt. They were they were they played hard. They played physical. They played smart, and that's what ultimately won, uh, won them the game. Uh, the, you know, I don't think that Lightning fans should have to worry about the rest of the series now. There's obviously all those articles roaming around the internet right now about how percentage of teams that win Game One end up going to win the series X amount of times. Don't worry about that. Really, I, I mean, we've seen, you know, even though the Lightning are down in this series for the first time the in, 
this entire postseason, you could tell I'm not worried, and neither should you. This team has been around the block. This team has been down before. They know how to handle themselves. They, they know what to do. And there was an optional skate today at Amelie at 1130. Uh, I'm sure that a good number of the team showed up for that, uh, except Blake Coleman, who's – whose wife had a baby today, so congratulations to them. Um, you know, I, I would like to see how the response is in game two because that's going to be interesting because we what we have seen uh, in years past um, in these type of situations in which the Lightning have been put in where they don't play a particularly good team, I mean a particularly good game. You know, we've, we've, we've had this conversation before on the show many times where the Lightning end up beating themselves more than the other team. Um, you don't, Like I said before, though, not to take away from what the Islanders did. They played pretty well. They played their game, which is defensive-oriented, or, defensive which we saw all, all series last year against them, um, basically almost identical to how the Dallas Stars played, but with a sprinkle of offense in there. Um. And so far, the goaltending has held up for them. Semyon Varlamov played very well. He he had an answer for the most part for for the, for the Lightning, and there's nothing you could do about it really, uh, except for the point goal at 19:06 in the third period, where really, I mean, the game's pretty much over at that point. You know, you're. What what the Lightning really need to do? I think they really need to stretch the ice a little bit more. In game two, I think they need to go out there, guns a-blazing. We've said it multiple times as well on this show that the key to the Lightning winning games is jumping on the other team relatively easily, not letting the goaltender get settled in. Um, I, I think we could all agree at this point uh, that the first five minutes of every Lightning game is insanely crucial, insanely crucial to this team's success long-term and short-term. Um, but the thing that does concern me is how the Lightning will respond is what, what I was, what I want to get back to my point from before is that in years past, seasons past, especially this season and last season, the Lightning don't do well historically. Now, I don't have the numbers in front of me, and I really should have the numbers in front of me. Um, oh, and by the way, I have my fan on the back in the background, so if that's annoying, I'm sorry. A thousand degrees up here in New York. Uh, <laughs> so the Lightning don't do well, and and what I mean by that is when they don't, when they have these, I wouldn't say mental gaps. I that's I think that's too strong of a phrase to throw out there because this team, for the most part, is very good in terms of hockey IQ. I mean, they do have their moments throughout the game, but really. You have to attribute that to just the chaotic randomness that is hockey. You know, there is going to be moments where the moment is just going to be too fast for the player to react, and it's going to lead to certain situations where the lightning will be um, in a in a very bad situation, <laughs> precarious situation, if you want to put it that way. Um, I thought. I thought for the most part, though, other than, you know, those those couple of those two goals, Andre Vasilevsky played pretty well. I, I thought the Barzell goal could have saved it. 
Uh, and they always make this excuse. They always make this excuse on the, on the on the uh, on television, on the broadcast is, oh, he wasn't expecting the shot. It was coming from a weird angle. I I don't get that. I don't I don't get that reasoning. I've never gotten that reasoning forever. And and I'm not gonna knock Vazzy because he's the best goaltender in the world and he has played his butt off up until this point and he played pretty well in this game as well just because you know let's face it the way the lightning played as a whole if you don't have Andre Vasilevsky in net we're talking about the the score being very lopsided early on you know we're not talking about a 2-1 game we're talking possibly about a a two nothing game going to this first peer, uh, first intermission, and Andre Vasilevsky is always keeps him in this game. But I I hate that they make that excuse, especially for the Barzell goal. That oh he wasn't expecting the shot. I, I I don't understand how you could say that as an NHL goaltender. You should always be expecting the shot when a player has possession of the puck, especially on the rush on that play. I don't care you know where it is. I mean we've seen players throw the puck on net with one hand on the stick. So I, I don't want to hear the excuse that he wasn't he didn't hear he didn't see it coming or he wasn't expecting it. Because that's just the that's you're downplaying you're you're doing two things. And this is not so much on Bazzi. This is more on just the broadcast and I'm tired of hearing this is you're you're downplaying the skills in the moment of the goaltender. And you're downplaying the goal. What it really comes down to is a good goal. It was. Do I think Vasilevsky should have saved it? Absolutely. I think he's done it before. He's done. We've probably seen him save that a thousand times and not even realized it. And, and you know, unfortunately, if the Lightning continue to play like this, he's going to have to play better. And, you know, how he played in game one isn't going to be good enough. So uh, we'll continue to talk about that and everything that happened in game one, as well as Look towards game two, but first let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Credit Karma. Credit Karma is a brand new checking account where you could win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma debit card, you could win daily instant karma purchase and reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your, your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spending account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Now, when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered in to win $1 million. Credit Karma progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma that's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right, and we're back here on Locked on Lightning. If you haven't uh, been following us, if this is your first time joining the show, What's up? What took you so long? If you're joining uh, the 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 Lightning bandwagon, um, I don't know what took you so long. Unless your team just got um, eliminated in the playoffs, but we're here on today's show discussing the game one loss. 
you know, really not a lot to unpack and pack in this game. Really, when you when you look at it, just what it comes down to is the Islanders were better. That's really, you know, re- you know, you can't, re- you don't have to overcomplicate things when you look at this game. That's just the fact of the matter. And I took a look, another look at the second goal that Vasilevsky let in. Um, for some reason, I don't remember. You know, I was I was watching this when I was watching this game. I for some reason I don't remember the goal being like this. Um, the Ryan Pulak goal, slap shot from the point, no traffic in front. I don't know why I don't remember that at all, but uh, that's this is probably why. It was a bad goal. It was a bad goal to let up. Vasilevsky needs to come up with that. Um, you know, especially in a game where your team is clearly struggling to get anything going, where the shots that they were putting on net with Varlamov, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being just Varlamov having to scramble, looking like Dominic Hasek, and then 1 just him sitting there and just getting peppered in the chest, I would probably say a 5. You know, and I'm being nice. You know, if you're a regular listener of this show, you you know I tend to be sometimes overcritical of this team, but that's because of how how talented they are as a whole. And I think that really you didn't see their talent in, in this game, um, especially in that Pulak goal. The other thing that led to that that I did not like was, and I did remember this part, um, was that. The, the scramble along the boards. Uh, and I know the Islanders are, if you look at the guys that they have on this team as opposed to what the Lightning have, they are a little bit more of a grittier team. Um, but that's not to say that the Lightning can't keep up with them. The Lightning have basically the same group of guys, plus David Savard, who is a very good physical player. There's no excuse why the Lightning can't, you know, you, you need to you need to fight for that puck and get it out of the zone. Um but at the same, I'm, it was just not a good look all around on that play. Lightning looked bad. Vasilevsky looked bad. Islanders looked very good. Uh, so in game two, really, Lightning, you know, I, and I kind of alluded it to, to it before. Lightning need to come out of the gates flying. They need to, they need to, you know, try and run Varlamov out of the game. And they basically need to do the same thing that they did last season, uh, last playoff run. Pepper him with shots. Don't let him get comfortable. You know, the regular things. Fight for the pucks along the boards. Don't be out-physical or out-manned or out-muscled. You know, whatever phrase you want to use that makes more sense. The fact that matters is that the Lightning were at probably, and, and, you know, this whole game could be summed up by Coach Cooper's post-game comments, which I said at the beginning of the show that, you know, the effort was there, but, their heads weren't in the game, and that's what it came down to, is that they didn't play smart. You know, if, if your head's in the game, then, you know, you won't have to worry about playing hard because you're already going to be playing hard. And you could see it. The heads weren't there. Just decisions they were making on the ice, turnovers in the neutral zone, just a, a usual thing, you know, coming from a bad, bad game that the Lightning played. Um, and Vasilevsky, it trickled down to Vasilevsky. Um on that Pulak goal. But yeah, the Lightning need to come out. They need to play good hockey. You know, a lot of people are saying that the Islanders played a complete game, which, yes, from an Islander fan's perspective, yes, they played a very complete game. Probably one of the best games they played all postseason. And they're going to have to continue to do that. And I don't believe that you could continuously duplicate that that output. 
you know. Um, as for players on the Islanders that the Lightning need to shut down, Matt Barzell. That's it. I mean, they have other good players. They've Pajot, you know, they have Bailey, Eberle, Clutterbuck, Dobson. Let's go on of guys that could technically beat the Lightning, but you don't want Mark Bez, Matt Barzell and Josh Bailey beating you. Those are the two guys you don't need beating you. Make make Brock Nelson beat you. <laughs> make Kyle Palmieri beat you. Adam Pellick. Guys like that. Make Semyon Varlamov beat you because guess what? I don't think Varlamov could duplicate this for the rest of the series. I don't think so. Just with the way the Lightning's offense is stru- structured and the way that the Lightning have been playing as of late, you know, I believe that they're going to bring that kind of intensity in game two. I hope they do because you don't want going back to Long Island down two games or nothing and having to deal not only, you know, with trying to win even the series up up there, but also having to deal with the fans. I mean, I don't know if you've been looking at the videos online, but this is, let me kind of put things into perspective for you guys. This is the last year that the Islanders are playing at the Nassau Coliseum. And, you know, some of you, some of our regular listeners uh, who've been with the show for a while know that I'm up, I'm from this area. I'm, I'm from the New York area. I, I live in Manhattan. I'm, I'm in the, you know, the tri-state area, whatever you want to call it. And trust me, I know. Islander fans are nuts. And the fact that their, their historic arena is going to be knocked down after this year. And Islander fans you know, act like they've been winning seven cups over the last seven years uh, after two pl- deep playoff runs such as this. Um, they're going to be obnoxious. They're going to be crazy. And the Lightning, I, I can't, you can't expect the Lightning to go into the barn, which it's playfully called. You can't expect them going into the barn and trying to win two games. You know, that's just not what's going to happen unless we're going to turn into that series where home ice advantage just doesn't matter, which you don't want to play that game. You don't. I, I, I really don't want to see that. I want to see the Lightning win tomorrow night. I want to see them win game three. If I go to game four, preferably I want to see them win game four, come back to Tampa with a 3-1 lead in the series. I think I... If I had to be honest, I think, you know, now at this point, even though I did in the crossover episode with Gil Martin, host of Locked on Islanders, I did predict that they, that the the Lightning would win this series in five. I was playfully, you know, predicting that they would sweep, but, you know, obviously I think the more realistic thing is that is, is Islanders in five, I mean, excuse me, Lightning in five, but, um, and, and funny thing was that, uh, Gil actually predicted if you didn't if you didn't listen to that episode, go ahead and listen to it. It was a great episode. Always uh, have a good time working with Gil. Um, he actually predicted lightning in six, I believe, so or lightning in seven. So the lightning are a good team, and they need to go back to what got them to this point, and that's why they have bad games because for the most part, it seems like they try to do too much. They try to be too fine. And then you have situations like Steven Stamkos turning it over with open ice in front of you. So, um, just, I guess the the phrase going into game two for the Lightning is be better. Be better, make smart decisions, and you can't let Vasilevsky try and win the game for you. you got to win it for him. And that's what it comes down to. So, we'll 
you know, wrap things up. We'll talk about, you know, some some of the predictions, uh, some of the guys on the Lightning that need to step up. Because listen, guys need to step up. That's what it comes down to. Lightning can't be playing, can't be scoring for the first time with a minute left in the game, a minute left or less. I, I mean, w- with how good this team is, that's that's ridiculous. There's 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 no excuse for that. All right, so we'll talk about two days, two of the last today's sponsors. I can't talk today. I don't know why. Maybe I'm a little upset about what happened. All right, so one of today's sponsors is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you've been a listener of this show, you know all about Built Bar. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, with plus the occasional limited time flavor. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Some of them also include, also have 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. So whether you are looking for something to kind of fill that gap between lunch and breakfast, or you're looking for something to eat before or after the gym, these are perfect. Uh, so go on over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED1515, 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And finally, to wrap it up with an, the last of today's presenting sponsors, or just sponsors in general, whatever, is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. And you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, UFC, MMA action, and most importantly, NHL. Before the next pitch or the next puck drop, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. That's how easy it is. You could access this from your phone and check out all the sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their runs to the playoffs or as the Lightning prep for themselves to get back into this series tomorrow night. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. When you use the promo code Locked On. that's a 50% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On when you sign up for a free account. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Alrighty, so just to wrap things up on today's show, a little bit of a short one, I know, but really, like I stated at the top of the show, not a, really a lot to unpack from game one. The fact of the matter is, is that the Lightning need to do better. They need to do better. They need to play smarter. Stop. Stop, please, for the love of God. Please stop trying to rely on Vasilevsky uh to win games for you when you don't think you have it early on and you could see it and i don't want to hear that the players aren't doing it because they are they they may subconsciously be doing it they may not be thinking that they're doing it but they are doing it (laughs) they they need to do a better job they need to go out there like i said before you can't rely on vasileski to win games for you you need to go out there and win games for him that's how it works okay so, really what needs to happen in game one, just from top to bottom, every player on this team needs to go out there and be effective. You know, whether if you're playing 18 minutes on the ice or if you're Alex Klorn and you're playing 20-plus minutes on the ice, you need to go out there and be effective. And I'm not, I didn't just say Alex Klorn to single him out. I was just using that as an excuse. I mean, using that as, as an example. 
but a lot of people, a lot of players on this team need to play better. Uh, Kucherov didn't, you know, we didn't see anything from him. He only had nine. Uh, Kucherov had 18 minutes, 18 plus minutes of on of ice time. Um, he did have an assist. His plus minus was minus two, so that's need to do better. And I know that doesn't necessarily reflect how he played as a whole, but he had one shot. You can't be one of the best scorers on this team and have one shot in a game. I believe that that top line between Point, Kucherov, and Stamkos, I believe they had four shots between the three of them. Can't have that. You're not going to win games like that. And I know we can't hinge the how a team plays solely based on how many shots each player has, but you need to do better. Stamkos, one shot. Uh, you, you know, it's you need, everybody. You need to pepper the goaltender. Braden Point, two shots. So, John Ruda, I, I need to see him being more physical on that Barzell. I understand Barzell's a fast guy, and he got to step on him. But you need to do more on that. Okay, can't just be a trailing body after that point. After he kind of gets a, a half an inch ahead of you. Tyler Johnson. Has anyone seen Tyler Johnson? We really need to put out a missing persons report for Tyler Johnson because he has done, if, if you want to combine the last two playoff runs, Tyler Johnson hasn't, he's nowhere to be found. He's nowhere to be found. And maybe I'm being a little harsh. You know, through this whole playoff run, through 12 games, he has two points and one goal. Two points. Two points. It's plus minus is minus one. Do something out there. You have to do something out there. I, I don't understand. I don't. And this is why it's so frustrating. Yanni Gord, one shot. Tampa Bay Lightning shouldn't have 31 shots at the end of the game. Okay? The Tampa Bay Lightning should be dominating the shot counter. Tampa Bay Lightning, at the, I, and they had the same amount of shots as the Islanders, but still, the Tampa Bay Lightning need to go out there and make Simeon Varlamov work for it. And that's not what they did. You look at some of the saves that he made. Easy. I could have made those saves. You could have made those saves. And if you've never played hockey before, don't worry. I guarantee you, you could have made those saves. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that John Cooper kicked their butts in, in practice today with a lot of the stuff uh, that they did not do well in this game. Um Need the second and third line to step it up more as well. But that first line, man, that first line needs to, they need to continue to be the, the hero line. Listen, if, you know, what they did, how they've been playing earlier on in the playoffs has been great. But this is where you really need to step it up. This is not where you, you go cold. Especially against a team like the Islanders, who all they need is a little bit of momentum. And then we're possibly talking about, uh, the Lightning being down 2 nothing going back to Long Island. And that's nothing. That's that's something that none of us want. And especially with the Lightning want. Uh, because, listen, uh, if, if, if the f last two playoff series uh, between the Hurricanes and the Panthers have proven is that this team's ready to win another cup. And they, they have the talent to do so. And, you know, not to take anything away from this Islanders team, but at the end of the day, the New York Islanders aren't better than the Carolina Hurricanes. The New York Islanders aren't better than the Florida Panthers. I've said it. And you could say that to anyone 
who's crapping on you for rooting for the Lightning right now. They're not better than any of the teams that the Lightning have played thus far. And they're certainly <clears throat> not better than the defending champions. So we'll see. We'll see how they respond because, you know, you got you to gotta hope for the best because, listen, historically speaking, from what we've seen, it takes a while for the Lightning to figure things out, especially after they've had a game like this. Um, and they those first five minutes, see how they respond. If they come out of the gates firing on all cylinders, we know where they are. If if we see you know really nothing except a lot of you know easy easy saves for Varlamov, not making them work for it, boneheaded passes, not really you know doing just making the hot the right hockey plays we will expect to see more of the same from game one. So uh, in the meantime, please give us a follow on our social media platforms. LO underscore lightning on Twitter, locked on lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow at danky dank on Twitter. D E N K Y D eight N K. Give us a, a like and review uh, on any of the podcast platforms that you follow us. We're available everywhere podcasts are distributed. Please download and subscribe as well. We love all of you. We thank you for all your support. All of you have been you know, reaching out to us during games, post-games, pre-games, just randomly. We'd love to hear back from all of you. Uh, and go ahead and send us some questions, whether it's via Twitter, via Instagram, Please, we'd love to hear the questions from you guys. If you want to message me on Twitter, ask me a question, or tweet to the show, or whatever the case may be, go ahead and do that. We always love to answer questions here on the show. So, in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.